This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And Pastor Michael, we are continuing questions about the Easter season. And here is our question for today. Is the Easter greeting, He is risen, He is risen indeed, scriptural? What do you say? <laughs> let me, let me, it's not unbiblical. All of those words, he is risen, risen and indeed are found in the Bible. Yes, they are. The Lord has risen indeed. Luke 24, 34 is there, but that's not like, it wasn't like a, a saying like uh-huh. he is risen. He's risen indeed. Right. So is it scriptural? It's not unbiblical and it's good. And what I really like about it is that it's a celebration. So basically, if you're new to this concept, let's let's practice, Tim. Yeah. The pastor gets up on Easter Sunday and he says, he is risen. And the congregation says, he is risen indeed. And then the pastor says again, he is risen. He is risen indeed. And it's a celebration. It's an affirmation. It's like a creed, but like a one sentence creed that focuses on the resurrection. Uh, do you have to do it? No. Do a lot of churches do it? Yes. Do all churches do it? No. Is it? meaningful depends on who you are. I used to think it was the cheesiest thing in the on the planet. And uh <laughs> sounds like a Christian cheer. Yeah. True story. The first Easter Sunday I ever preached, I knew that I was going to be required to do he is risen, he is risen indeed, because our church had always done it. And I always hated it. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean I just I don't like cheese. I love goofy. I love fun. I cheese though just meh. so it struck me as cheesy. And so um I was really like I was talking to my wife, Bree, and I'm like Hey, how's this? Like he is risen. I was practicing. I'm like, how do you say it and not be like pretentious, you know? So we're in bed at night and uh, it might've been a couple days before Easter. And uh, I sit up in the bed and I'm like totally asleep. Like I'm not awake at all. And Brianna's <laughs> like, Michael, what are you doing? And I'm like, I got my hands in the air. Like I'm orchestrating. I'm like, he is risen. He is risen. You know? And I'm like doing all these voices trying to get it right. And I'm, I'm totally unconscious. Like, this is a dream. I don't even know I'm oh doing my. this. And, uh, so then I, I get really serious and quiet and my brand's like, what is happening? And I, really quickly turn my head and I'm like, he's risen. And uh, she's like, ah, he's risen. Indeed. Anyways, she tells the story really funny, but like it, it honestly like haunted me getting up, leading up to Easter because I thought it was cheesy. Now I love it. You do love it. Because it's, it's just an opportunity to celebrate and yeah. to reiterate, like we as a people um, don't serve a dead Jesus. We serve a risen yes. Jesus and God validated his deity and his death and has proven him to be the son of God with power by the resurrection. So, you know, I, I love it. It, I don't know exactly. It's hard to prove like where it exactly came from. Well, apparently it, it, it was a common greeting in the Eastern churches before it became popular in the Western churches. Sounds good to me. Sounds good. I don't know that for a fact. I kind of feel that it's it's kind of cheesy. I know that Savior rose from the grave. I mean, why do we need to work ourselves up into a frenzy over it? I mean, it's a fact. It's like a football team that wins the, the Super Bowl. You don't have to run around saying we are the champions. I'm not anti he is risen indeed, but it's like... Don't we know this by now? Do we have Imagine to? you're brand new to church. I know. And you walk in. Well, it cuts both ways. Yeah. You walk in and you've never heard it. And you're like, wow, like these people are pumped. On the other hand, you're like, the pastor gets up and he's like, he is risen. And you're like, cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, he has risen indeed, like a bunch of robots. Yeah. It cuts both ways, but- uh, I have a good friend of mine who does it, you know, every Easter and I kind of play along and I've never talked to him about it. And if he's listening- I'm going to call you up this year. I'm like, <laughs> Pastor Tim has a message for you. Come on up. <laughs> Pastor Tim, he is risen. Uh, he's risen indeed. That'd be amazing. Anyways, that's all I got. It's good to be reminded 
and to remind each other, we have a risen Savior. We have all these things we do around Easter and Christmas, and, and they're just things we do. And they're good. They're not bad. They reinforce. They're exciting for some people, cheesy to others, whatever, you know. One of the things I've had to come to grips with is there's no event. There's no thing that I'm like, that was flawless. Or, you know, like everybody's going to find something mm -hmm. that they don't like. It's not yep. their preference or whatever. Every worship service we do, there'll be somebody who doesn't like this part. Somebody likes that part. There are people who love our music and can't stand me or vice versa. Uh, you get up and do communion. They look finally a yeah, breath of fresh air. Yeah. And then I get up and they're like, ah, oh, it's a little bum to sit down. You know, I mean, <laughs> you, you're never going to make everybody happy, you right. know, and it just is they're like, oh, finally Craig's preaching here again. And I'm like, well, I, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, okay, it's one of those things. Just, okay. Yes. You know, Cool. Do it. Don't do it. Whatever. Well, thanks for listening to us rant today. It sounds so ambivalent. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. It's a good question, though. Yeah, it is a good question. So our question tomorrow is about Numbers 516. You'll want to come back to hear about this. Yeah.